0: Frozen iguanas falling from the trees have become Florida's Christmas tradition. A Florida man accidentally shot a woman twerking with him. A Florida teacher was fired after claiming students were doing magic. And a Florida mistress demanded a taxpayer-funded dungeon at a city meeting. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. The only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays, guys. That's right, all the weird news from this week out of the state of Florida and only Florida. Let's get into it. Holiday edition. Frozen iguanas falling from the sky is becoming Florida's Christmas tradition. Iguanas falling from the trees. Iguanas landing on my knees. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm improving songs about iguanas falling from the sky in Florida. That's how we do it on Weird AF News. During this week's Arctic blast, the forecast for Florida obviously has been cold. With a chance of falling iguanas, watch out. Fear not, these scaly skydivers are not exactly dead. They are just cold. They are frozen iguanas. We have a quote from a professor, and uh, this guy happens to be a reptile expert at the University of Florida. He says, quote, Iguanas are cold-blooded, and at night, with no sun to provide any solar warmth, they become torpid. They become unable to move. They get kind of frozen. As a result, they lose their grip and they fall out of the trees, which they call home. They might land in your bowl of Captain Crunch. We don't know. But watch out. They're falling from the sky, guys. It's that time of year. It's Florida. It's raining iguanas these days now, ain't it? It's raining iguanas. Hallelujah. It's raining iguanas every day. During the cold snap. In early January, many users took to social media to share photos of the iguanas landing on their cars. Uh, There's photos of people's dogs running away with frozen iguanas. Pretty funny stuff here. Uh, I recommend going on Instagram and doing a search for hashtag frozen iguana when you get a chance says here, when the weather is cold but sunny, the reptiles can gain enough heat from the sun to increase their body temperature. But when it is overcast, as it has been, this can be a lot harder. Uh, they've had extended cold in Florida for a week now. Lows in the upper 30s, lower 40s, very overcast for the entire week. And the iguanas had no opportunity to bask in the sun and to warm up. This unusual set of conditions caused, of course, extensive mortality to the green iguanas. Uh, the nighttime temperatures have stunned the iguanas. And then the winds blow, <laughs> and the frozen iguanas get blown off the branches. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but you know these iguanas are definitely suffering. Now, they don't really die. Of course, they just sort of land on the ground, stunned, and then when the weather returns to normal, the fallen iguanas can warm up their bodies once again and then return to business as usual. Uh, They bask up, they warm up, and then they climb right back up into the trees and then they repeat the process that night. They freeze, fall to the ground, warm up, crawl back up there. And with the temperatures in much of Florida expected to tumble this holiday weekend, the falling iguanas are likely to be a feature of this festive season. You might not know this, but green iguanas are not actually native to Florida. They are an invasive species, which are often considered a nuisance by Florida property owners. Now, the Florida Wildlife and Game Commission warns everyone, watch out, these iguanas can be hazardous. Even a very slow iguana can scratch a hand or an arm. (laughs) doesn't say anything about a calf. They suggest you use heavy gauntleted welder's gloves to pick them up. Where are you going to get welder's gloves? Yeah, we all just have welder's gloves in my glove box. They also suggest a shovel to move the iguanas around. (laughs) Thank you so much. A Florida man accidentally shot a woman twerking at a cocoa house party. I don't know what a cocoa house party is. I imagine they're serving hot cocoa? sounds like a nice theme for a house party come to the cocoa house party bring a bag of marshmallows bro an 18 year old Florida man had to be arrested on Tuesday the police say he accidentally shot a woman that was dancing with him at a possible cocoa house party <laughs> well well I need to know is this a Cocoa party, or is it just a possible cocoa party? I don't know how you determine that it's just a possible cocoa party. We think there might be hot cocoa being served in there, so at the moment it's a possible cocoa party. We need to investigate further by going inside and smelling around. Do we smell cocoa? Then it's probably a cocoa house party. Cocoa house parties sound lovely around the holidays. It does get chilly in Florida. I like to warm up with a nice cup of cocoa. You can use a frozen iguana to stir it. An arrest warrant shows that officers responded to shots fired. Uh, This took place at 10 p.m. The police say they found a Florida woman who had been shot, unfortunately, and they transported her to the hospital. Multiple witnesses told the police that the victim had been, quote, twerking near a Florida man named Marquise Thomas. Oh, okay. Sounds like she was trying to give Marquise a very lovely time while she was twerking near the florida man a firearm in his possession discharged and fired around striking her in the back according to the affidavit another witness said the gun accidentally just went off well sounds a little premature i'm sure marquis has an explanation for this (laughs) he swears it usually it's usually not like that he usually lasts longer (laughs) wonder if he asked for a second date The officers say they discovered that multiple people, both juveniles and adults at the cocoa party, had been given alcohol. Oh, boy. Well, you know, sometimes you got to spike that cocoa. I like a little bit of Bailey's in mine. That can really spice it up a bit. Uh, They were given alcohol by the owner of the house who was possibly hosting a party at the time. What is with this possible business? (laughs) Either the person's hosting a party or they're not. Either there's cocoa there or there's not possible get down to business police this is your job i want to know turns out they got some cell phone footage of that night showing the florida juvenile handling a firearm in a reckless manner around the children there's underage teens with alcohol my goodness someone's wearing a black hoodie with a glock logo Oh, can't hang out with those near dwellers The black hoodie with a Glock logo, oh boy, you can't have them at your Cocoa party. Hey man, come on now, this is a very tame Cocoa party. And please leave your gun at home. We do encourage twerking at our Cocoa party, though, we love that. Please don't shoot the twerkers at the Cocoa party, if you could. (laughs) The twerkers are bringing us joy, I don't know why you would shoot them. The police say they spoke with the victim after she was released from the hospital following some surgeries. She told them that Thomas and another individual had been playing around with a firearm when she told them to stop. She was busy twerking. Please put that away while I'm twerking. She felt the firearm and attempted to move it out of the way before the round struck her. I mean, who's brandishing a firearm while you're dancing with a twerker? This is horrible. The affidavit shows that Thomas, the Florida man who she said she knew since October sent her a message via Instagram two days following the shooting, saying, quote, I am truly sorry. That was never intended to happen, especially to you. If there's any way I can get a second chance (laughs) and talk to you on the phone, can you please let me know and send your number? He shoots a gal trying to dance with him and then DMs her for a second chance. (laughs) Come on, dude. (sighs) This is not... How you do it, man? Man, I was just joking up top about the guy asking for a second date. Turns out he actually had the nerve to shoot a twerker and ask her if she would like to go dancing. (laughs) Wow, Florida, man. So much confidence. A Florida teacher has been fired after accusing the students of doing magic. A teacher in Florida was let go after allegedly disrupting some Muslim students as they prayed and accusing these students of doing magic. This is according to a TikTok video that has since gone viral. The video was posted yesterday, and it was liked over 800,000 times. It shows three Franklin Academy Muslim students performing a prayer as one of them recites some lines from the Quran. As they take to the floor in prostration, a teacher is heard in the background. The teacher is quoted as saying, Hold on. This is my office. Y'all doing all this magic in here? Stop doing this magic in my office. The teacher is then heard blowing a whistle and trying to get the students' attention before walking over them as they pray, almost stepping on one of their hands in the process. The teacher can be heard saying, I believe in the Jesus, so I'm interrupting the floor. Much like Christians, Muslims believe in Jesus as well. The teacher asks, "And why are they? Uh, why are you in my office? Why are you in my office?" Someone else responds, saying, "They're praying." As you may know, the five daily Islamic prayers are very sacred for Muslims, and once started should not be disrupted by others or those praying themselves. During the prayers, Muslims keep their heads bowed and prostrate a number of times, depending on the prayer and which time of day that it falls under. Now, there is a statement from the Academy. They said that they have been made aware of the very troubling TikTok video and that they, quote, do not tolerate discriminatory behavior in any form, They said, while we do not discuss personal matters here, we can share that the teacher in question is no longer a member of the Franklin Academy staff. We have a quote from someone who is the director of the Council on American Islamic Relations. Incidents like this are why it's important for schools and school staff to have religious awareness. Yes, I agree. And not just schools. We should all have religious awareness. This country was founded on religious tolerance. We opened the gates here in the United States long ago for all religions to flourish here. That was the impetus for coming over here, to, f- to have our freedom of religion over here. This is why we have a lot of strange, squirrely, odd sects of Christianity over here. You know, Quakerism, way back in the day. You know, the Quakers weren't welcome over on the other side of the pond, so they had to come here. That's why my hometown in Massachusetts has Quaker roots, all right? It's hard to find Quakers, but they still exist. This country was founded on religious freedom. All religions. You would think that a teacher would know this, but it's a Florida teacher after all. The other lesson here, which is very important, is uh, you need to be aware that everything is going on TikTok. All behaviors. So you gotta, you got to really behave yourself these days, right? Because you don't want to go viral doing something deplorable. Yay! A Florida BDSM mistress demanded a taxpayer-funded dungeon at a city commission meeting. A lot of you sent me this story. It's amazing. I suggest that you also watch the video of this. They have it. <laughs> they recorded it. <laughs> and you get to see what she looks like with her two assistants <laughs> and you get to see the response from the city commission, which is hilarious. This took place in Fort Lauderdale this week. A latex-clad mistress presented an unusual proposal during a Florida City Commission meeting on Tuesday. They were proposing a waste disposal contract at the meeting, and the mistress suggested to the committee that they use some of these funds to build a BDSM dungeon for the community. (laughs) Yes, a dungeon. Who doesn't need a dungeon for the community, you know? I've seen... I don't know, taxpayer money go to strange things? Hey, they use taxpayer money to fund uh, football stadiums all the time. Hundreds of million dollars go towards these football stadiums. Why not use a little bit of this money to build a dungeon for the community? So in the video, you can see the Fort Lauderdale City Commissioners discussing a proposed $1 million waste disposal contract with Waste Management Incorporated. And then they call upon a woman who signed up to speak during this meeting. The woman identified herself as Miss Crave. Her first line to the whole committee was, you may call me mistress, (laughs) which got my attention right away. Uh, She stepped up to the microphone flanked by two others in tall stiletto boots, latex hoods, and reflective face shields. It kind of looks like she steps up to the podium with two gimps, (laughs) one on each side. She says, good evening, council peoples, you may call me mistress. The mistress said she stood neutral regarding this waste disposal contract, but she claimed the council members supported the pricey deal in order to hide their secrets down the drain, such as, quote, the condom they used to cheat on their spouses. Ms. Crave, after accusing them of cheating on their spouses, suggested they use a quarter of this million dollars to support the doms and subs in Broward County. Miss Crave was very specific on how she thought this money should be spent. To build a dungeon created by us and for us, the taxpayers and voting citizen. Spaces where BDSM practitioners can gather. A dungeon. In closing, do not let this glamorous look distract you from doing your duty to take my demands. Then she gestured towards the women behind her, and she said, I look forward to spanking each and every one of you at this new esteemed dungeon. After walking off in silence, a council member dryly wished them a happy holidays, which is hilarious to hear. Another member asked the committee, Are there any districts that have a dungeon that we know of? To which another city manager replied, Not that I know of. Okay, just wanted to check if there were any dungeons out there. (laughs) It's amazing. The media has since reached out to Commissioner Warren Sturman, who is quoted as saying, Well, while we in Fort Lauderdale strive to be diverse and all-inclusive, to the best of my knowledge, we currently do not have any dungeons located in District 4 of the city, nor plans to do so at this time. Uh, The media reached out to Miss Crave, but she did not return the message, but they have since learned that she is connected to the Crave Nightclub. Um, I I assume this is a BDSM nightclub that she owns. The women handed out business cards for Crave Nightclub during the meeting as well. Okay, okay. Trying to drum up some business for their local nightclub. I like it. And, you know, I have to tell you, overall, there are worse things funded by taxpayers. We all know it. (laughs) They just fund the dumbest things all the time. So why not a dungeon, huh? I mean... Can't we all be a fan of Whip 'em Wednesdays and Ball Gag Thursdays? How about it, guys? What do you think? Call the show 646-450-2012 <phone rings> Bring out the gimp The gimp's asleep Well, I guess you're gonna have to wake him up then now, aren't you? Do you guys know what movie this is from? Yeah, of course you do Because you're cool, man You're cool You're with it Maybe you even have a dungeon in your home Wow, that's pretty edgy, man <laughs> Ah, thanks again guys for spending some time with me in the podcast appreciate that very much I know you're busy getting your holidays shopping in last minute I want to thank everyone who's reached out to me sending me Florida articles the past couple of days very helpful very helpful I also got a lot of pictures emailed me from listeners who have their pets dressed up in holiday gear such as Joe Wingert who sent me a, a doggy Christmas pic um Also, uh, Michelle Blewett sent me a photo. Marie Becker and Mary Kay as well. Um, They're kind of just rolling in. Sarah Witzel. Did I already say? Yeah, I think I mentioned her a couple days ago. But yeah, I got a lot of photos of your pets. Adorable. Thank you so much. Lovely, lovely job you guys have done dressing up your pets for the holiday season. I'm looking forward to a lovely weekend. I'll be spending Christmas Eve with some comedians at a small gathering. We'll be having dinner. And some adult beverages, possibly some spiked eggnog. I hope, I hope. And then on Christmas Day, I'm going to be volunteering at a local comedy club, feeding and entertaining the homeless, so that'll be fun as well. I don't have much family out here, so my Christmases are usually quite dull. So it's good to keep busy doing something good for the community. Um, It'll keep my mind off the fact that I'm not around family. And, uh, and it's a nice, fun time. I did it last year and had a blast. So looking forward to that. I hope you guys are having a lovely holiday with your family and friends and close loved ones. And um, if you guys would like to reach out to me, uh, my phone number is 646-450-2012. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show for the holidays, you can go to weirdafnews.com where you can buy Jonesy a coffee. Or uh, you can join the Patreon as well. Or you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews and join from there. You can also send me a PayPal donation if you'd like. It's just my it's just my Gmail email, funnyjones at Gmail. Very easy. And, um, of course, you know, I'm still looking forward to seeing more photos of your pets dressed up as Santa and elves, etc. So send me those if you'd like. And, um... I guess that's about it. I hope you have a lovely holiday. I'm so grateful for all of you this year. It's been another fantastic year hosting and producing Weird AF News, and the reason why it's been so wonderful is my listeners. Hands down, that's the reason. I have amazing, loyal listeners that support me and support the show and constantly give me positive feedback that make me feel good about doing this and make me continue doing this. So, This year, I'm just, just so grateful for another year of Weird AF News, and I'm grateful for all of you. All right. We'll have a lovely weekend. We'll talk to you on yeah, maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. Maybe I'll skip take a day off on Monday. We'll see how it goes.